Welcome back to RC Stuff. Thanks for joining us. I'm Charlie Sawanka. I'm here with Jordan Temkin, and we are on location in Daytona Beach, Florida. I almost said California for some reason, because, but uh, we are out here for MultiGP National Championship Finals. I don't think it's national anymore. Well, it's, it's international. Just, in, yeah, it is. That's right. It's not national. It's international. So it's. I think the official title is Race Day Quads MultiGP championships presented by DRL. Awesome. 2019. I forgot the 2019 in there. There you go. But uh, Jordan has been out here for several days already for the sports division. Mm -hmm. I had a scheduling conflict, so I was not able to join him, but I got on the next flight that I could, flew overnight, got out here early Tuesday morning, and we've been touristing ourselves around a bit, hanging out with Code Red, having a great time. We'll tell you all about that later, but what we're going to talk about tonight on RC Stuff is the sports division racing and how that all went down because jordan was here he was taking lots of pictures mm -hmm, sharing lots mm -hmm. of stuff so jordan got here when tuesday thursday thursday and that's when practice started correct all right so the track was set up racers were checked in all the fun stuff had happened mm -hmm. yeah i'll take it away yeah please uh so this year is actually the very first year that multi gp is doing a sports division uh, they've split everyone up into a pro bracket or a sports bracket. And pretty much how they did that was there was a global qualifier. So everybody around the world had the opportunity to go and race the same exact track. And then I think it was the top 100, you get seated into the pro. And then the 101 to 200 got seated into the sports division. Um, and what that really allowed for them to do is to kind of like you race your own speed, right? It's the pro guys are so fast that then that bottom 200, if they come out to a championship race, it's, you know, you're just getting your butt whooped by people like Evan Turner and Alex Vanover and all these really, really fast guys. So they had this sports league, which allowed everyone to like race and have that same championship and the glory and prizes and all of that. But you got to race people your own speed. Yeah. Water finds its own level. And this mm -hmm. is a great way. What, what Jordan means by the same track everywhere is that multi-GP chapters got a track layout and very specific dimensions to build on that were certified, recognized, all this fun stuff. And every chapter or area, region, if mm -hmm. you will, would have events that you could post a time on this track that would seed you into the overall ranking for right. the whole world. It was world. like a global leaderboard. Yeah. Of Glo sorts. Exactly. And they took a point in the midsection of the leaderboard and said, top, this is fast enough to be in our pro division. Mm -hmm. Below that is our sports division. Take it right, away. Right, right. So uh, I came out Thursday night. Um, so unfortunately, I missed the practice and whatnot. Um, but I was here on Friday when they were doing all the qualifying um, and it was, it was really, really cool to watch because for me, it kind of brought back these feelings of what it felt like to go to a race three years ago. Um, everyone was just super excited to be there. For a lot of these people, guys and girls, it was one of their first major races outside right. of their local chapters, right? And so it was something that they put a lot of time into, this global, mm -hmm. global leaderboard situation and being able to attempt multiple times to see how fast you were or even just go once and be casual to see if your one race weekend could earn you a ticket to come to this race and participate so right. there was a to me from watching the little bit that i did online there was a different 
uh, atmosphere of the folks involved. The right. sports guys were wanted to prove something. Obviously, they mm-hmm. take this stuff seriously. They wanted to race, mm-hmm. but they also weren't re- sponsorship deals weren't on the line right, or right. exposure and all that. You know, they they knew that this was an excellent opportunity and. It seemed like how they presented themselves was very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only say this because Jordan's already. I should let you tell the story. Right. Sorry, we we've right. already been talking. Right. We've been hanging out at the Airbnb for a couple of days now. So, um, but yeah. I mean, I think that the top three podium positions, which went to Maddie Light for first place, uh, TBFPV for second, and Bike Guy for third, uh, none of them had sponsors. Right. right. Like they all are doing this for the love of the sport and the love of racing. Um, not that the pro guys aren't also doing that, yeah. but there was, it, it would, there was a lot less on the line and it was more of just this, we're getting to race and like duke it out with each other and see who's fastest because we want to, because it's fun. Yeah. It's not our job. We're just right. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to explain that. Um, it's a feeling. Right, it was an energy. It, yeah, it was the energy and the whole vibe of the whole place. And I was talking to Chris Thomas. Uh, he's the founder of Multi GP. He's very short. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he, well, similar to you in height. Built for travel. You might be shorter. Built for travel. Uh, either way, um, you know, I was talking with him and Hefty, who's one of the guys who works at Multi GP, puts in a lot of time, and Joe Scully and all those guys. Um, and they were like, this went. I, I went up to him and I went, this was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, this is in a long time a race that I went to and it, just the atmosphere and the energy was just, everyone was just happy to be there. Everyone was just high-fiving. And Positivity was high? Yeah, they were cheering each other on and even if they crashed, there's like, it's all good. I at least got 20 batteries and it was a really good time and I I, I had a lot of fun and I got to meet a lot of cool people um, and, and just, yeah, the vibe was just really, really, really awesome. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this week. We're going to be here for a few more days to yep. participate, hang out, support the pro division as well. Hobby Wing has a booth here. And we'll have our suite. If you guys have been to an event where we are, we try to set up as a bit of a lounging area so the mm-hmm. pilots can come hang out. You can chat with our team pilots, interact with the customers, all that fun stuff, ask questions. If you, uh, the racers need a hand with a broken spare or whatever, we're right? Usually we're there to help. We have a whole, we have a bunch of extra tables so that if the pit area is too crowded, they can get a little room to work on their stuff. Jo- Jordan and I also are competent mechanics, and mm-hmm. we tend to lend a hand if people need fixing camera oh, yeah. swaps, oh, yeah. arm swaps. You know, we can deal with little things. I think there's like going to be a bit more of that in the pro division because those guys like to just destroy things yeah. when they crash yeah it's uh they go hard mm-hmm. and i think that they have a fleet of copters at the ready so they know that they can make it through the day before mm-hmm. they have to stop mm-hmm. for repairs and that's a big deal and pace is a big deal with racing these days oh, yeah. so having that tempo and that rhythm i think is a big deal and having a fleet to support that right. is is kind of where you see the pace change when i got out of doing track days and races and stuff like that it came to the point where i had to go fast enough or fly over my head enough that when i got it wrong it wasn't a little crash anymore it was right. a big crash right and right. i needed to to get through the day of practice figuring you're gonna know you're gonna break two or three copters figuring that one or two lines out that that was, it was becoming less fun for me and i think that's kind of the dilemma with racing right now right is that the small lack of structure that's there with the rules and the standardization of 
competition format and the various clubs and things that are out there. MultiGP helps with a lot of that because right. we've seen yeah, this honing do. in and this leaderboard is standardized tracks and all that fun stuff is definitely a huge step in the right direction mm -hmm. for what drone racing has done differently from car racing for me that all the car racing is very specialized and the two or three weeks build up or the months and racing on that surface is the pre-testing all that we talked to spencer these guys put in weeks and months of time right, before right. their world championship and we're in that same situation and in drone racing you can put in hours on the sim you're already kind of have raced the same type of track that you're going to race these guys on or at least see where you stack up in this leaderboard and you can plan your trips your vacation for racing accordingly so. right right another cool little thing uh kind of side note is race day quads and get fpv had booths there and they're actually local to this area right they're from florida, florida. um so if some guys or girls broke some stuff you go online you could order the parts you needed and then they were actually doing runs like they were driving back to their warehouse, <laughs> picking up the orders for everybody and then bringing them back up, which I think, you know, we ha always have a lot of vendors at these events, but they always have to pick and choose what they're going to bring out. And now they like all the racers had any access to whatever they had in stock at the warehouse for RC cars and everything in between event support on site support mm -hmm. for having spares because things are going to break. People are going to have more fun than they should be. And that is a huge deal and it's yeah. really tricky logistically for a brand or a manufacturer or anybody to be able to sell on the road travel with that much inventory and for it to be secure on the regular basis mm -hmm. you know you you got your staff unloading thousands of dollars worth of equipment in and out of a hotel right or a rental car or right. you can't even go to dinner after racing because your car is full of gear so right. it, to have on-site support in some way, shape, or form, maybe it's not immediate, but you know that you can plan out some stuff. Or let's say you broke a couple copters in the morning and you know you're going to need stuff that afternoon or tomorrow to build. Right, At right. least you know right then and there. So that, that's a huge deal. And you can order the parts that you want. Right. right? Um, we do a lot of race support for our team pilots. Customers um, as well. Right. And customers. Yeah. So pretty Racing much... Racing customers. Those are my favorite. Anyone that has hobby wing gear and they're like, hey, man, I... I you know, killed this whatever uh, in a massive crash, and I yeah. I don't have any more parts. Can you help me out? You know, we're that's what the Hobby Wing booth is there for, pretty well, much, right? One of the big things that I've learned over the years of doing event support is that um, honesty is the best policy. Oh, yeah. That we can learn a lot on. This failure gets reported by John Doe on the street with an unknown reason or whatever the case may be. And if we're at a race and we work with a customer or a pilot that's on the team and they have that same failure and they're straight with us on how it happened, it lets everybody learn how to make a product that is not susceptible to that type of damage anymore. Right. And just face-to-face -face interaction, all sure. of the above, right. right? So, I mean, to wrap it up really quick, because we just wanted to give a quick quick rundown on what we're up to this weekend. And the good news is, is that as this goes live, we will be a couple days into the pro division mm -hmm. as well as the event will be starting. And you guys can follow that online, jump on MultiGP's Facebook, as well as FPV or live FPV. Uh, I think it's mgp.livefpv.com, I think go. is where they'll be doing all the streaming. Um, so definitely if you hear this uh, and it's still uh, Friday or Saturday, what is it, November mm -hmm. 20, or November 16th and 15th and 16th, yes. I want to say, um, then hop on that live stream, check it out, because there's going to be some incredibly fast racing uh, this weekend. Yes, the, uh, 
These guys have been, are, the track's released on the simulators. It's on the DRL sim. It's on the various other sims that are out there. I think Colby put it up on Velocidrone also. So these guys are already flying in, doing laps at the airport on their layovers. Mm -hmm. A couple guys got in this morning. We swung by the track. People were checking in, getting stuff done. Multi-GB guys are still building gates. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. we were we had to stake down our tent. They're they're busy, busy, busy. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah. The multi GP people have been putting an incredible amount of work. I mean, just I mean, and the field. <laughs> it's a stadium where the high school across the street it's actually college. practices. Yeah. There, I think it's a high school stadium. Is it? Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge. Geez. Yeah, but they're they have football practice. Right. So well, we were there. The multi GP right. guys. They have to go out, tear the track down. Tear the track down. Right. Every other night, so that right. the football team can come and practice, you know, it's and then put it back up the next morning for everyone to come out and train. And so. this is all uh, like inch and three quarter conduit. Oh yeah, it's yeah. heavy, heavy duty stuff, right. and they can't stake into the ground because it's astroturf. So that's Sandbags. actually that's Sandbags something pretty cool. Instead of stakes, the astroturf is one of the best. Mm -hmm places for a drone to crash because it's, it's got rubber it bounces sports grass you don't get anything in your you prom. can turtle mode turtle mode for days the only scary thing uh as you may know tires and rubber is flammable so only you know, a little flammable yeah, the tire fires know. take a lot of energy so so it's pretty funny to watch one some so every once in a while a drone crashes and you know there's smoke stuff happens and andre one of the volunteers for multi gp he's got a bucket of sand and i've never seen him run that fast he just books it out there and puts it out it's right you know they they burn the fake grass there's a that's a big replacement oh, yeah, bill. Yeah. Yeah. so they're putting in an incredible amount of work and i think so far, they've done a very, very good job. I think the sports league or the sports division or whatever you want to call it is a really wonderful way to bring in new pilots, you know, who may be intimidated by watching all these really fast right. guys on and social media all the time. And they're like, why am I going to go out to a race when they're just going to get my butt whooped? Experience is key and having a good experience and being able to run your own race, do your own thing and get some uh good feedback from doing right. well not getting last you know, right right so i think it was it was a very good step in the right direction everyone had a positive experience um so we're definitely going to see that continue on in the future uh because it was it was a really good step for multi gp and i think just the whole community as a whole mm -hmm. yeah um so that i mean that kind of wraps it up right there we just i just wanted to talk about how stoked i was for the new sports division um, and I'm sure if we were to talk to any of the sports pilots, they were all excited. I talked to some of the people who crashed and lost out, you know, mm -hmm. in the brackets. And they're like, oh, girl, I had a great time. Yeah. You know, and they flew from wherever. Right. So there was two tracks, mm -hmm. two identical tracks set up, one inside the stadium for main event racing. And and so you could have basically unlimited flying. Like, yeah. One of the huge things I think that is huge about multi-GP these guys do a ton of work to make sure these events happen. The volunteers, the actual multi-GP staffers that are involved in the day-to-day -day operation. It takes a ton of work to put on an event, yeah. and a drone event is a level higher than a regular RC car event to me. Most RC car events, it's a pop-up tent compared to what these guys put into a drone event. Never mind the clearances, the insurances. The, we're right next to an airport again, because Chris Thomas loves flying planes in real life, so he tries to have all of his races at an airport, I guess. Well, and it makes it kind of nice for flying in, yeah. too. You flew into Orlando, which is an hour away, but I flew in directly to Daytona Beach, which is like right. a 10, 15 minute drive from the field. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, 
It was an awesome weekend last weekend. Uh, we're getting really excited because every day we get closer and closer to the pro. Uh, we have people rolling in from all around the world. Uh, and you know, I've been watching the social media. Some of them are out there yeah. in some swamp in the middle yep. of nowhere, Florida, practicing. They found parks that were yeah. empty enough to go run some laps. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be real intense, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, me too. So don't forget, if you guys have questions, comments, and or concerns, you can email us directly. RCStuff at hobbywing.com is our email address. Send us an email, send us a voice clip, send us a video if you want. We'll get you involved in the show and uh, give you a digital high five as well. Woo! Yeah. All right. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. This is RC Stuff powered by Hobbywing.